Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dark Asylum Podcast Presents Remakes Hit or Shit. Today, we're talking about the 1998 classic remake pff, remake of Psycho. I'm not, I'm not going to edit that. <laughs> yeah, I know you won't. I got too excited, and my, my, my brain was working faster than my mouth. You got too excited for Psycho? Oh, boy, did I get, t- get so excited about talking for about Psycho. So, we're doing the 13 Days of Halloween remakes, and we're doing hits or shit, and I mean, I don't think we even have to fucking acknowledge what this is. (laughs) Like, actually, so this one is so fucking weird for me, because, like, it's it's essentially a shot-for-shot remake of the original, which is a hit. Yeah. So shouldn't this one be a hit too? Like by since it's almost a shot-for-shot remake. I I understand your logic. <laughs> I I really do. But, yeah, but it, it so it, it brings nothing new to the table. So we already know the twist. We already know Norman Bates is a fucking weirdo. Um, I I don't really buy. Uh, Vince Vaughn as a as a bad guy, and I think he's only done it once, or done it well once, and that was in a uh, Freaky. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. It it's so weird. Like I think this, a lot of the hate for this comes from it being a product of its time. Like Anne Heche at that time was they fucking hated her. Like, yeah, she was going through that that those issues she was having years ago where she was like fucking running around people's yards naked and shit she she was the 1998 equivalent of shia labeouf yeah or or uh, ezra miller <laughs> yes like ah i don't know about that not not quite as bad as as with the children thing <laughs> i mean with the children she, and beating up old ladies yeah well i mean she just got fucking out of her mind running around causing mayhem and it was just like it was almost like Psycho was their version of of Flashpoint like right now. They're like, do we fucking release this movie or what do we do with this shit? So she was like a Shakespearean spirit of chaos, where she just <laughs> like anything. Yeah, like I remember everybody was mad at her too because her and I don't know if this was '98 when it happened, but everybody's mad at her when her and Ellen were dating, and then she broke up with Ellen, and Ellen was like America's beloved lesbian. Yeah. And now in 2022, we all know that she was just an unrepentant monster. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, so yeah, I mean, this was regarded as probably one of the worst remakes, but like you say, it, it's it's a shot for shot pretty much remake of the original and it, but there's weird like okay Vince Vaughn is kind of a weird casting for Norman Bates but yeah and then William H Macy playing the the uh, detective was just I don't know if he was hamming it up or what it just didn't he it seemed like he was trying to be like a throwback type character he's like yeah oh, I can you see know that. what see yeah yeah I'm, 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 I'm a private detective yeah yeah like you know? I, I, because William H Macy is a great uh, character actor, mm-hmm. and um, I think he was trying to play it as like a nineteen sixty cop. Yeah, it, it's just odd. 
And then there's like everything. Everything about it just seems off. Yeah, it's just shifted just one direction to the right. You're like, wait, what? And then there's like certain things where it just takes you out of the complete movie itself. Like you're sitting there and they go into the hardware store and like flees at the cash register. <laughs> it's like. What the fuck? Yeah. Why is Flea here? <laughs> and he's fully clothed? Yeah, he's got all his clothes on. He's just like a fucking shop guy. He's just working at the register at a fucking <laughs> store. Was, he, like, I, I, I hadn't seen this one because, like, I didn't waste my time with this one before uh, this series. And, like, I've already seen the original, so why would I see this one? And then I'm watching it, and I look over at my wife. I'm like, was that fucking Flea? <laughs> It was such a small part. You're like, why? Why did he fucking bother? You know? Because it was the '90s. Yeah, and then you go back and the cop, the patrolman that pulled over uh, Marion Crane. It's like yeah. Dexter's dad. You're like, what the fuck? Like, it was. It's so many weird things. Like going back and watching it, a lot of these actors have done other things, and it just yeah. You're like, what the hell? But he that he like that character himself is weird because he de- he doesn't take off the glasses. He's got the hat on all the time, and he's just like fucking stalking Marion Crane the whole fucking yeah. <laughs> like he follows it, her it, ass it, all the way back into the city. <laughs> it's just like it felt like that one character in um, Kill Bill Two, the one cop, but like taken seriously. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so fucking odd. But, yeah, it's kind of disjointed and, and, you know. But, yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck? I think remaking a, a, a Hitchcock movie in general is just a bad idea because, like, today I don't think you could you could, even, you could even do Birds. Yeah, they they tried a remake of the Birds. It was, like, made for TV. And, nah, it wasn't <laughs> good. It wasn't good. Did you ever see Birdemic? No. <laughs> What's that? One? I, I, I have a video to send you. Oh shit. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it, it was given all the necessary things to be a hit. Yeah, Danny Elfman on the fucking soundtrack. He had you know doing the score. He had yep. you know Julian Moore is still looking fucking fine back then. Like I, I I've, and I feel like it's a it's a remake of a 1960 movie, and like you could do you could add more to it. Yeah, I in our our previous episode we talked about Nightmare on Elm Street, and it, it kind of did the same thing where it didn't add it did nothing new. new. It didn't. It, it's a shot for shot remake, so. Like, if, if you just don't want to watch the black and white version, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand the fucking, the, the, the logic behind this where, like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to remake Psycho. Oh, yeah, are you going to delve into, like, more of a, a Norman, Bates, Norman Bates' uh, psyche or, or his reasoning on, no, we're not. Uh, well, what are you doing different? That's a thing. We're not doing anything different. We're shot for shot remaking this bitch. What the fuck? What? Yeah. And just doing another fucking bump of coke and just give me money. Let's do it. I don't. I don't understand why. I mean, nineties. The nineties were weird enough as it is, but I don't know, man. Like, like you said, they, it brought nothing to it. 
like it, like it, it, like it's it's just weird to see we we've been harping on this thing but like Vince Vaughn is not a horror actor. No, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean Heath Ledger was still alive. Why didn't we use him? Well, that would have been kind of cool actually. See? I wonder if they had anyone else that, like in mind cuz uh we talked about Oh yeah, they did actually. So, you ready for the people mm. they had in mind? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I am. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> which that would have been good. I could have seen. Tobey Maguire, which he's, he's got a creepiness to him. I could see it, actually. Isn't he, like at that point, only like two years away from Spider-Man, though? I think so. Yeah, I think he probably like didn't want to, you know. And, uh, funny, funny as it is, Christian Bale... Okay. I could see it, but then you can see that psycho and you're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so... God, American psycho is so better. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, there's a couple other people, but like the kid from ET, <laughs> the, the... <laughs> what the kid, um, Elliot, Henry Thomas. Yeah. Like Elliot, he was right around that time. So huh. it would have been interesting, I guess. He's got kind of a crazy face. I don't know. <laughs> the fucking kid from I, I is Norman Bates. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So I don't think Tobey Maguire would be a good like horror villain unless he played like an evil like Pinocchio puppet. <laughs> yeah, because the motherfucker's like he's like fifty now and he still looks like he's in his like teens. Yeah, I mean, with the the latest Spider Man, I. <laughs> I do love uh, watching videos of him getting mad at fans, though. Oh, yeah, he does that great. <laughs> he just gets so mad. <laughs> he like, gets so mad at everybody. He fucking, he's the most miserable person ever, apparently. Except that emo, he's got fucking black suit emo suit on. When he goes dancing <laughs> he's, around. He's just, that's his real persona, too. That's him, yeah. They're like, all right, we just need you to be yourself for a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> Just, I'm Toby Maguire, and he's just like dry humping the air. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking weird. Yeah, it's like, uh, did you get that? Yeah, I will find some way to put it in there. <laughs> I'll put it in the movie. Fuck it. it this wasn't movie. even supposed to be in the movie. This was just Toby Maguire out shopping. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's like fucking doing the finger guns to random women walking down New York. <laughs> it's that's Toby. Oh man, record this shit. It's way better than the fucking <laughs> guy in the movie. So. Yeah, he just walked up to Topher Grayson and said he's going to put dirt in his eye for no reason. <laughs> it's like a, like a Jeff Goldblum. He never plays a part. That's just good Jeff Goldblum on a fucking day. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I've said that for years about him and Thor Ragnarok. They just filmed him in his house. Yeah, he just had some friends over, and somebody somebody filmed it, and it's like oh. somebody had had a bad opinion, and he like fucking melted the man right in front of everybody. <laughs> that was really Chris Hemsworth afraid for his life at that point. <laughs> you can see the look of fear, and it's genuine. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has an orgy ship, I would one hundred percent believe it was Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah, <laughs> what the fuck was it? Yeah, it was called the. It was like the orgy barge. The orgy barge. And then fucking in, in uh, what the fuck? 
Zeus had. You're not. You're not invited to the orgy. Like those movies are very for, fucking orgy centric. <laughs> for orgies are funny. I don't know what. Like oh, yeah. that's. You ever been to an orgy? It's not. It's fucking awkward as shit. It's awful. No, yeah, a real orgy. They're fucking awful. Yeah, and then they start turning the lights off, and I'm like, what and then the like fuck? it's it's full it of a bunch of full. It's full of. It's not like I or was it eyes wide shut or whatever. Like there's full of people who you don't really want to have sex with. Yeah, yeah. Orgies. It's not. It's not. It's all glamored out to be in the movies, guys. No, it really isn't. Um. But the best orgy scene is in Bruno. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I just remembered that. I fucking forgot Bruno existed. <laughs> he like he's like talking to that guy who kinda looks like the ECW Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just remember his like little his boyfriend. He had the fucking champagne bottle, and he's like, oh, not too much. I don't want to get tipsy. <laughs> he lifts up the whole guy and pours him. Ah, <laughs> so fucking weird. That's a fucking day at the office, too. Like, oh, yeah. It's another one of those. Sasha Baron Cohen, like, I, I, that's why I'll, I'll always say he's, like, one of the comic geniuses of our time, because that's him in an orgy re- trying to stay in character. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's people having sex all around him. And he's just like, I am Bruno. <laughs> I am Bruno. <laughs> oh, I almost slipped in that, uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, somebody put their finger in my mouth. Oh, God. So, yeah, we're veering away from Psycho. But so. Yeah, that's how, that's how fucking boring this movie is. So, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a fucking... The first original Psycho, it's kind of fucking boring. Like, I understand what it is. I understand for the time. For what it is. Yes, exactly. For it's like the first fucking slasher movie, you know. And it's a little tough to get through. I don't, I don't see why they would just fucking redo the same thing over again. We're gonna make this movie. Especially in 1998, because the fucking slasher movie had been around, and there had been better slasher movies. Oh yeah, and everything was extreme in the 90s. Like yeah, fucking comic books, every wrestling, every, extreme, extreme. Like they could have taken it to a whole nother level, but they're just like, nah, just gonna remake it. <laughs> I do miss the toy commercials of like, your sister's gonna hate this toy. <laughs> It's gonna go in and impregnate your Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you better keep an eye on this guy because he's gonna get frisky with the Barbie doll. <laughs> Fucking. And then what was that? Don't leave him unattended, otherwise he's gonna have sex with your mom. <laughs> you what the, what's this toy daddy. doing? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh yeah, you can make you can make Jello boogers and eat them out of the dummy's nose. Oh. I remember that thing too. That and the intensity of Crossfire. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this fucking game's intense. They got like fucking sweatbands on and shit. You're gonna fucking die if you play this. Yeah, they're all sweating and fucking shooting ball bearings at each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on here? That was our generation's lawn darts. Seriously, fucking hungry, hungry hippos and Crossfire. Shit got real. But till some kid, some idiot kid loses his fucking eye. 
Yeah, and it's all downhill from there. So, um, remember when? Remember when Nerf guns shot actual bullets? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or cap guns? You leave that shit in a backpack and it fucking catch fire. Oh man! <laughs> the sun. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, just set it down the wrong know. way. All of a sudden, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Scares the shit out of everybody because Columbine just happened. Fucking teachers tackling you for some odd reason. <laughs> it's like, oh, so I'm the one you're gonna just go to first, huh? Okay, I see how it is. But all right, so back to Psycho real quick. Um, the I did like, I did like. I don't have one in there. The murder scene in the tub. The effects were actually pretty good. The especially like the scene where. He slashes her. She falls out of the tub, and you just see the red lines of the slash marks, and then they start okay, to yeah. bleed. I was like, "Oh shit, that's not bad." I mean, it's not meant to be over the top gore, but it's no. probably some of the most realistic. You know, like the you, she's in the shower, so she's you know the the wounds are fucking clean. And then she falls mm. out of it, and you just see red lines, and you're like, "Oh, it doesn't seem so bad." And then you see them just start. Hemorrhaging. You're like, oh, gushing. Yeah. She's fucked up. <laughs> so, and you got to see boob in this one, but I don't, I don't know if that was a good thing or not. <laughs> I don't want to see her booby. Yeah. It's Anne Hage, crazy and Hage's boob. Side um, <laughs> uh, so you got to see crazy boobies. Yeah. Um, he, hearing Danny Elfman's always a treat. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always, you know. Gotta love Danny Elfman. It, it was weird. That, it was weird to hear "Living Dead Girl." Yes. Yeah. There's a little bit of weird, odd things they threw in there. So "Living Dead Girl" was on, on the soundtrack for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but it was in the movie for like. That's totally what I think of when I think of the 1960 movie Psycho. Yeah. So. I actually got to go to the Psycho house. It was kind of cool. The. Uh, Universal Studios was doing their Halloween backlot tours and stuff. Oh, cool. And there's a part where you you get to get out of the, the tram and walk through one of the sets. And one of it was, like, right in front of the Psycho House. I was like, oh, shit. And I ran up the hill real quick, and I, like, turned the doorknob. I'm like, oh, I opened the Psycho door. Ten door. security took you down. <laughs> Pretty much. They're like, stay on the path. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. To... I'm sorry. But, yeah, I, I'm, like, one of. 400 million people that have touched the door not to the psycho house so. oh i'm sure you're not the first idiot to just be like oh my god it's a psycho house and run oh, yeah. up there oh yeah <laughs> but i yeah it's so crazy because they used all the same shit over again i mean it's the same set because that shit's still up after since 1960 yeah. they just left it all there uh it's been used for other things but but yeah like you say it's just they did nothing new I mean, the living dead girl in there. (laughs) And I know kind of like we kind of delved into it, but like since 1960, like Norman Bates just isn't that interesting of a character anymore. That's true. That that Bates Motel show fucking blows. I haven't. How is that? I haven't watched. I mean, it blows, but what is it? What does it get into? I've never watched it. It kind of de- like delves in like his mom was a killer, I think. Mm. And they try to make the the ur- like it, it does like go into his uh, 
kind of turns him into Dexter, where he has the urges to kill. Oh, okay. But a lot of it is just like, is 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 he trying to fuck his mom? <laughs> it's like the ultimate Oedipus complex. Maybe mm-hmm. He just becomes his mother. But see, the story that they give you in, in Psycho 2 is a little bit weird, because supposedly the mom killed herself after she gave poison to her new husband, not Norman Bates' hmm. father. So, but then it's... Revealed. Yeah, his mom's a whore in the show, too, by the way. Oh, well, very good. <laughs> it's revealed that it was actually Norman that killed them both at the end. Okay. So, like, I just, I don't understand the whole fucking plot of it at the end. <clears throat> So he dresses like his mom, he kills people, and he thinks he's his mother. He turns it, his psyche turns into his mother. Which, even at 90, 1998, that's been, that was turned into a, like a punchline. Yeah. Like, in 1960, that was like, oh my god, it's disturbing, you know? But now they're just like, meh. <laughs> it's even I'm now, pretty it's... sure, I'm pretty sure by 1998 it was a Saturday Night Live joke. Yeah, Mr. Peepers, and then, you know, the guy that dresses like his mom and kills people. Which, I want a Mr. Peepers movie, I'm just saying. Is Chris Catan still alive? I think so. <laughs> there was four Psycho movies? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, and which are actually pretty good, because they go back and explain things better than... Psycho 1, 2, 3, 4, Psycho the Beginning Years... And come to my parlor, Mrs. Bates' Revenge. Oh, I don't think I've uh, seen that one. Hand me that knife, would you? The true story of Norman Bates. So maybe I like I like I said I don't know I don't get Norman Bates' appeal. Maybe I just haven't delved deep enough into the the Norman Bates lore. Yeah, I mean he's got a whole backstory and stuff. Anthony Perkins was fucking great. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, no, it was. He was great for that character and everything. And it's it's the same kind of thing like we talked about. It, it's not as iconic for that actor to play that character, but it's pretty fucking close. Like, we talked about Robert England being Freddy. Nobody else could really do it. It's, like, same kind of thing. You know, Anthony Perkins is known for being Norman Bates. I don't think anyone else could have really pulled it off. Like... Uh, <sighs> You you uh, you, you kind of talked about yeah the movie compared to today is kind of boring but there's still that that chilling scene where he's the 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 he wouldn't hurt a fly scene at the end I think at the end uh, no not that at the end what <laughs> not at the end at the end I can't remember where it was now never mind oh the one where he's just talking to himself oh yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah, that shit is kind of creepy where he's talking both as his mother and himself. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I, I think he, he's, because it hadn't been done before, so they didn't have like, oh, just act crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of like, he added, he did have like a creepy sinister vibe to it where like Vince Vaughn like was clearly acting crazy. Yeah, he comes more. He comes off more awkward than crazy. Yes. So he's just like he seems like a kid that didn't get out a whole lot and has grown up to an adulthood. 
but it doesn't give off the craziness to it, you know? So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's It was, what, two fucking kills in the movie? What? Uh, maybe. There was Marion Crane and then the, the private investigator. Yes. Okay, and, yeah. Which was an awkward death scene, too, because it was like slow motion falling backwards down the stairs. Which was, it was a little cool because you got slashed and you're just like, oh shit, what the fuck? But yeah, that was just a weird way to do it. So, but yeah, you get two fucking kills out of this movie. For, for some fucking reason, I never like linked in my head uh, Norman Bates and Patrick Bateman. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Patrick Bateman, Norman Bates. I don't know why that never like linked in my fucking head. I don't know, but I, I so th- digress because that in the that's uh, like I, I'm like slowly remembering like the the 1961 was great because I feel like it was more shocking the detective's death scene in the original. Yeah, and what? like for the time it was like a very much more like. Oh shit! He just got slashed across the face. Where in this one, like it was just like wow, 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 wow. Like he he nailed him a couple of times. And I think it was more effective. Just like the one, and it opens up. Yeah, it's like the original. It had a whole subplot in the beginning, and it's like it took a long time to get to the actual, you know, the hotel and everything else. Like Marion Crane embezzling the money and all this other shit and her trying to get yeah. out. It is a lot of build up for it. But that first death scene was like fucking shocking as shit back then. And I just I don't think it's got the same kind of effect in nineteen ninety eight that it did back in nineteen sixty. I think that's kinda like another thing that like I've I've beaten to death on this show is that like less is more. Mm-hmm. when it comes to horror movies like you know there's the famous story of like you don't even see the jaws shark for like the first hour of jaws yeah it's true and it adds more and it adds more anticipation yeah you're waiting for it you're just like yes i want to you know and it worked in the original it doesn't work as much in this one probably because no. everyone and their mother know so to speak knows about fucking everything about this movie it's you know the original quintessential fucking slasher movie exactly exactly and that brings us around to our original point is that if they did something different it might be more entertaining but everybody knows that you know patrick bateman's crazy and he fucking channels his mom or some shit yeah he runs around killing people in a wig and a dress you know and 1960, that's shocking as shit. That's just another Saturday night in this day and age. (laughs) (laughs) And that's after, you know, that's after Michael Myers, after Freddy Krueger, after Jason Voorhees, after uh, Leatherface. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So So now a guy who dresses in drag to kill people, isn't that scary? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got guys who do hockey masks. You got guys who do other people's skin. You got... (laughs) It's like... Do you th- do you think that channels into like the uh, the homophobia of the time too? That's another thing. Yeah, I think it really could have. It it could have added more like 
Because like, 19- oh, cross-dressers. Yeah, in 1960, that was, like, such a big taboo, you know? Like, you had... Uh, the star himself, actually, Anthony Perkins, was fucking hidden in the closet still. You know? Oh, yeah. He, it, was, it was such a taboo, and it was such a... You know, even to flirt with that kind of, of thing was, was so... It just added more to it. And Alfred Hitchcock is fucking boss, man. He didn't give two shits. He's like, "Oh no, I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so he's yeah. Like I said, man, nineteen sixty one was fucking so ahead of its time and so fucking. It made people fucking uncomfortable. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's like, oh no, I'm gonna be killed by a man wearing a dress. <laughs> Yeah. Now it's like you go downtown Portland. It may happen. You never know. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> it's totally plausible. Those fucking homeless guys just grab whatever they can find and they'll kill you if you get too close to their fucking uh, shopping cart. They don't care. So. <laughs> it's like. But yeah. I remember. Uh, did. What? Um. What was her name? Which one? The actress who got killed in Janet, Janet Lee. Janet Lee, yeah. Which is was she Curtis's mom? Was she like um, Alfred Hitchcock's version of like Shelley Duvall, where he like kind of treated her like shit? I've heard, yeah, I've heard the stories that like he he used to do shit like that, like fuck with the the actors, so that they'd be on yeah. edge and stuff. So it's yeah, I've heard that. I don't. I wasn't there. I don't well, I thought. Did, I thought I could have swore it was like Janet Lee had like uh like kept getting put in Hitchcock movies, but she fucking hated him. <laughs> she probably had a contract with the fucking studio, and she was forced into doing this stuff. <laughs> so. And like, uh, famously, fucking Stanley Kubrick just just like beat the shit out of Shelley Duvall, and I think he oh. mentally broke her because after that we never saw her. Have you seen Until that? recently, where she's like oh, lost her hair and shit. That most recent picture of her? Oh my god! Man. Oh, it's sad. Yeah, like I remember her. Was it Fairy Tale Theater? She was like the host of this show back in the '80s, where they would just like do reimaginings of, of uh, like fairy tales, and they're actually fucking creepy as shit if you look at them now. They had like like humans in bear suits and shit, and it's just fucking weird. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Anyway, holy shit! I didn't know. So I'm just like trying to. I'm trying to back up my claim to this, but I didn't know that fucking there's a Hitchcock. There's a movie about Hitchcock where Anthony Hopkins plays Hitchcock. Oh yeah. And I'm kind of. I'm kind of all about this. No, I want to watch that. <laughs> just because I'm all about Anthony. Anything Anthony Hopkins, I love. Yeah, he's he's good. Fucking everything. I don't think there's well. No, I can't think of anything offhand. So, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anything else for fucking Psycho? If if you want to watch it, just watch the original one. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're really into it, there's a book it was based off of. If you're really, really into it, you know. It, but I wouldn't imagine why. I, yeah, it's this one's just I don't know. It's best left unwatched. Unless you're a big Vince Vaughn fan, I guess, just to see his range. All know. both of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's earmuffs. Earmuffs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. But 
yeah um, i'm assuming we're gonna get uh, it's, a rating of... it's it's kind of gonna be hard to like like have these be surprises yeah because uh, a lot of these movies we're either gonna love and we're gonna talk highly about or we're gonna shit on and like it it if it's unsurprisingly it's shit for me yeah no it it was shit i i think a lot more of the hate like i say is for the product of its time but it's still not a great movie you know it's just stick with the original it's the same fucking thing it's shot for shot and anthony perkins is is a hundred times better than vince vaughn in this role so yes but that's yeah that's what I got. <laughs> so, the double shit rating on Psycho 1998. We are not opening this up well. No. Ah, we shouldn't have probably done two shits in a row. <laughs> but I mean, that's, you know, when we when we get together, we get grumpy and we want to talk about bad movies. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, who the fuck knows? Maybe we'll have a good one next time. I don't know. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow and find out. Tune in tomorrow, yes, for uh, the Dark Asylum's 13 Days of Halloween Hits or Shits remakes uh, for wonderful Zach Thompson. Yeah. I am Darkness, and this is another closing of the Asylum. (laughs) 